Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. I am Althea Walters. Welcome to the Focused and Fulfilled podcast. I'm your host today. I am also a corporate trainer, a business coach, and a productivity coach. So today I have a guest for you. My special guest is Michelle Gordon. She's a neural let me get this right, neuro-linguistic practitioner and a mindset and manifestation coach. Michelle, it is so good to have you and thank you so much for being a part of my podcast. Yes, thank you so much. It's a bit of a mouthful, the neuro-linguistic <laughs> Yeah, we got it. You got it. Thank you for having me, Althea. <laughs> Great. So, Michelle, I really just want to get into it. We're going to be talking today, guys, we're going to be talking about moving from burnout to bliss. And so much of us go through that 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 phase of you know sometimes being overworked not realizing how we are digging our own holes some of the times and this stress you know can just lead us to somewhere someplace that is not an ideal place for all of us so Michelle I'm so happy that you're here just I'm just going to ask you to tell me a little bit more about yourself and then tell us about your journey as it regards to the burnout to bliss Yes, definitely. Um, okay, so let's start as I'm a registered nurse as well. So I've been nursing here in Australia for 24 years, mum of three children. And uh, I've worked in the emergency department here in regional Queensland, Australia for eight years. And Back in 2016, between 2016 to 2018, I found myself feeling a little frustrated and then I started to feel really tired. I lost my, I guess, motivation and sort of zest for life and that slowly crept up on me and we had a mm -hmm. um our youngest child was only 10 months old at the time so she was a baby oh wow and I was back at work my husband and I were in a bit of a financial situation so I had to go back to work quite quickly and very soon after um I found myself in this really dark place of burnout because mm -hmm. I'd thrown myself back into work. I was trying to, I guess, fix our financial situation. I was trying to do mum life and, and show up as a mum. <laughs> and I wasn't able to cope. I just couldn't yeah. cope. And plus the pressures of the emergency department and what I was doing in, in that role as well. So I'd come home. It'd be mum life, busy, busy, busy at home. And I wasn't really processing or, or having any time at all for myself. And it was right around that time that I turned to alcohol to get me through. Mm, okay. Wow, Michelle, what a story. And I can just imagine when I heard you said, and then the emergency room to add to all of that in, in my, I'm like, oh my God, I couldn't manage the situation. So I really, I, you painted the picture for us so well that, you know, you were suffering, you know, you, there was no time for self that stood out for me, no mm. time for self. And a lot of times when it is no time for self, we know that we're on the brink of something. Yes. 
we're on the yeah. brink of something. So this was around 2016, 2018. So it means that it was a two-year process for you, right? Definitely, yeah. Long two year, two, two long years. Mm. And I realized that you were juggling a lot of balls. You had this very, this very intense job. Then you had this financial situation that was on top of it. Then you had a young child to deal with at the time. And then you... It, it was just too much. Yeah. It was but just it too much. Wasn't, it, it slowly crept up on me. I didn't see it at the time until I really hit a dark place in, in and had drank, uh, just, you know, really realised at one point that I had was drinking far too much and I was starting to really tip over to this other side of, of addiction and mm-hmm. and my weight had gained I'd gained a lot of weight I started uh-huh. to get gastrointestinal issues and my mm-hmm. health really rapidly deteriorated uh-huh. so I, it sort of crept like I couldn't see it because I was in it I was just so yes. in it that I yeah yeah it was our bl- it was a blind spot for yourself definitely I- and there are so many of us that that happens to, to like that, Michelle, because you said it crept up on you. It slowly crept up on you. And I realize a pattern, like for people who complain about overwhelm or burnout or stress, it is at the point of crashing that we sometimes notice this. Mm, yeah. yeah. Was, it, was it ever a situation for you where you thought that, you could see some signs, but it wasn't probably clear signs, but you thought you could manage and you thought you could deal with it. Did it show up like that? Yes, there were signs and I kept ignoring them. I ignored the signs and I think there was about seven or eight signs that stand out in my mind. And, oh, wow. and I just pushed, I thought, no, I'll keep going. I have to keep going. I, mm-hmm. I, I can't stop. I must keep going. I've got to keep working. I've got three young children. And this one, there was two signs right at the end where I actually woke up on the floor. Um, I'd passed out from drinking too much alcohol. Mm -hmm. And I woke up one morning and my children were still asleep. My husband was away for work. And I thought, I thought I died. And I went, what am I doing? Like, Mm. what? What am I doing? I've, I, I'm, I'm killing myself, you mm-hmm. know, in every area. And now I'm drinking to numb myself. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the biggest moments that really was a, a wake up call. Yeah. yeah. That must have been scary. Oh, it was so scary. And here I am a nurse that knows all of this who cares for everyone else and I I look after people who are at their most critical you know time in yeah in their life and here I was on the floor and I just felt so broken yeah wow you know Michelle when you spoke just now what stood out for me was that normally when you when you are in the role that is always like serving or know how to do something, it's difficult to do it for ourselves. Yeah. It's difficult to do it for ourselves because you knew everything to do. Yes. You yeah. knew it. 
and you just couldn't do do it for yourself. I couldn't, and and I think that's a big, uh, what I'm finding now. Um, I'm in in a different space now where I I work with women and nurses and help them through their own burnout, but there's a lot of of I was a people pleaser and I wanted and and being a nurse I was mm-hmm. helping everyone else mm-hmm. and making sure everyone else was happy healthy their needs were met yet I wasn't able to give it to myself yeah and so you know we we put ourselves for last mm-hmm. there's no time that we prioritize ourselves when you know when we get to that level we don't prioritize time for ourselves for our own self-care you know check in all of these things that we know we should do we should do it but we just don't do it because I'm not too sure what it is but sometimes that is what that's just how it happens yeah and I I've since really pulled apart what that was for me um And, and I went on after my burnout, after that, you know, that particular moment when I woke up on the floor, I took myself on, on a real healing journey and it took me a year to overcome burnout, the alcohol, to get my health back on track, to find me, you know, find yeah. out who I was because I'd lo- really lost myself. I didn't even know, like someone asked me during that t- time, what do you like to do what lights you up what do you do for fun what do you do for enjoyment and and I was like yeah no idea I I couldn't bring up one thing in my mind I I'd lost all of that and Mm -hmm. um I'd since gone through the 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 journey and I've pulled apart some really deep self-worth issues okay yeah so that really stemmed from the whole people pleasing yes. uh yeah and and there was a deep um I guess limiting belief around mm-hmm. working really hard mm-hmm. that I that I I'd taken on board and had grown up and I I absorbed that belief that that's how you had to do life because let's face it since I've been 15 years old I've always had a job, not one, but at least two or three. And I've, I've, this is how I've gone and done life because I modeled that off my upbringing and my family. But as I stepped into motherhood and my own, you know, evolving as a, as a woman and in my own career, I just was like, that, that's that's so hard. (laughs) This, this can't be the way. Yes. It can't be the way or the only way. That's, do you know what? That's the exact question I kept asking myself during burnout. I was like, there's got to be another way. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be. So I, I, the self-worth issues and those limiting beliefs would have helped to kind of made it more harder for you to um, be always people pleasing be always working so hard and overworking right mm-hmm. yeah overworking which is some of us I'm, I'm exposed to that as well in terms of you grew up within a certain um, background and you just that's just what you know and yeah. so some of us don't know when to pull us pull ourselves back 
or when to pause, when to take a break, when to take care of the mind, when to take care of the body, you know, all of these things that we should be doing. So I can appreciate your journey. And I know that you would have learned some lessons in that phase that you, you went through. Are there, would you be able to share one or two lessons that you learned with us, learned about yourself or just learned about the situation along the way? Yeah, and I think um, one of the big lessons that I learned was that took obviously took me a long time to do was Mm -hmm. to just stop, stop, stop doing like I I just stop everything. And I was on the hamster wheel. That's what it felt like. I just was kept around and around and around Mm -hmm. and and I had to stop, but I hadn't stopped for 20 something years. Wow. Yeah. And, and I, yeah, I needed to do that, but I didn't know how I thought if everything, if I stop, the world's going to apart. (laughs) I know exactly what 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 it is. Yes. Yeah. And that's actually not true. It's okay for you to stop. It's okay for you to stop doing and just be like, just sit with yourself for a minute and allow yourself to come and calm your thoughts and, and what happens. So that was the first, I guess, lesson is just stop. Mm -hmm. Nothing's going to happen. Like you're not going to die. No one around you will die. Like you, you can work this out, but you need to stop create some space to really figure that out and then create a plan. Uh And the second lesson would be in, in the the slowing down and stopping, it's really getting your nervous system back, back to functioning normally, because in, in that state, our nervous system is over-functioning. True. And we don't sleep well because we've got all the stress hormones floating around our system. We -hmm. drink a lot of coffee to keep going. I was drinking alcohol a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. We're not digesting. We're not nourishing our bodies. So there's this whole, I guess, um, concoction of hormones and stress. And everything building up. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's really important. And I, I see a lot of women now who I work with and they're, they're, they're exactly a past version of me and, and mm-hmm. their nervous system is completely um, impaired. Yeah. 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 So the lessons, this is what I heard. Stop, come off the hamster wheel, right? Just get off the hamster wheel and learn to create the space so that you can get get back to yourself right yeah yeah then two is to get back your nervous system functioning because we would have been over functioning when That's we're right. building up all or the all of those stress hormones all of those things that are being built up so when we stop we get to kind of see what is happening and then we get back in control of what what it should be Definitely. I guess that's the opportunity. Yes. And then what I appreciate, the persons who you are working with, you can help them because you were once there. Yes. You know, you it's can better serve them. Definitely. And it's it's actually quite scary when I, the more and more over the last year, especially, 
the clients that I'm working with, they're, they're, they're a past version of me mm. in, in so many different ways. And while some might not be numbing themselves with alcohol, they're using food or mm. shopping or they're, they're, they're numbing down in some way to try and cope. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There are so many symptoms that come with that burnout and that, that, that stress, right? Absolutely. And yeah, so many symptoms. You shared some of the signs earlier that were happening for you. But now you are into bliss. You are no longer that version of who you were. You're into bliss. How does it feel and what is it that you're doing differently now? Oh, such a good question. <laughs> I wake up now so excited for my life mm. and I never, I, I, I've no, never felt that. So I, for the past five years or four to five years since I've recovered and really healed myself, I, I'm out of bed at, you know, five o'clock in the morning, most mornings I exercise, I nourish my body with really good, good food and lots yes. of it mm-hmm. yeah and before I wasn't I was barely um you know what I was eating it, it just wasn't regular yeah. for one and it wasn't in um wholesome food mm-hmm. so I get up in the morning I'm excited for life I feel motivated I've got lots of energy this is the difference and and what I've really tapped into and and through this journey is who am I now as yes you know I'm a nurse I'm a mum mm-hmm. but beyond that like though that doesn't define me there's beyond more the titles to- beyond the titles yeah. <laughs> yeah there's more to Michelle Gordon than than those two titles right and and I've tapped into well okay what does what do I want to get out of life and what do I really stand for and that's been a really deep sort of journey, I guess, personal development journey for me to find that then and read, like discover what my values are, what's important mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. and then and then live by that. And, and what happens is now I'm living in alignment. So I'm no longer behaving and over-functioning and overworking and people-pleasing and I've really got to, well, what is it then that I'm doing without all of this over-functioning stuff? And um, and I feel like this place of bliss is where you actually find true alignment of who you are and what you stand for. Awesome. So- awesome. So good. Yes. So you're in this new state, you know, you're fully functioning you're not over-functioning, but you're fully functioning. You are excited about life. You're very motivated about life. And you are more aligned and in tune to who you are and your values, right? Yeah. What I got from you just now is that put first things first. Take care of you. Put first things first. Yeah. You as a person before, you as a title, or all of these things that are there. Yes. You know? And just take care of you first. Is this in the same way they say put on your, your oxygen mask first? Yeah, definitely. And and be okay with it. Like yeah. know that that is the that is the right thing to do. And and I, you know, I'm worthy of that. Yes, yes. 
Yeah. You're worthy of it. Michelle, you shared so many good tips with us. Um, Grateful for you sharing your insight, your journey. So persons who are even going through a similar state can realize that, look, I'm not alone. There, there is somebody who, are, who have been there before and who can also help me if I need the help. You know, that's why our stories don't belong to us. They don't belong to us when we go through something. It is to share with others so that we can positively impact somebody. So there, there were some great things that you shared with us. Getting off the hamster wheel. Don't ignore the signs. Sometimes we have the signs. We're tired. We can't go, but we're forcing ourselves to work while we're tired. You mm. know, there are so many things that are happening. Um, but you did share that, look, just stop, come off the hamster wheel, just pause and create some time for yourself so that you can check. It's like doing a checkup. What's happening with me? What do I need? Who do I need? Because I'm sure throughout this journey, you also needed support from close family, close friends, you know, persons who could be there for you. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. How was that kind of support? Because I know some people may be in the situation, but don't know how to ask for help. How was that for you? Yeah, I, my beautiful husband was, he just had no idea what to do. He was really lost and scared because I was spiraling out of control and he didn't know what to do. So I actually reached out to a a, a coach, a life coach. I was too. Too, too ashamed to talk to my colleagues at work. I didn't want to tell my friends because behind closed doors, that was where I'd fall apart. Mm-hmm. And and I'd show up to work and I'd show up everywhere else, like thinking, you know, trying to portray that I was all <laughs> <Okay>. together. <laughs> and I wasn't. And and I reached out to a coach and I worked with the coach for three months and mm-hmm. I started to change my thinking and then I found um, in when I actually made the decision that moment, you know, on the floor, I went, I'm need, I need to, to sort this out. I found a really, really aligned, another coach mm-hmm. who really supported me in my journey um, for about six months. And, and that was a, it was great because she wasn't connected to me any other way, purely to, to, to help me through this journey. Yeah. Right. Wow. I love that. People, some people, as you said, they don't know who to reach out to, but I'm glad you had the consciousness, you had the self-awareness that something was wrong. I need to make a change and I need to for help, right? Mm-hmm. In order so that you could pull yourself back up, right? So that, that's very great. I'm happy that you were able to do that. And not many persons are able to do that. They would have probably still gone deeper and deeper into the situation. So I'm grateful for that. Michelle, what a story. Um, what what great information that you shared with us. The, you know, your journey will also be able to impact others. I learned a lot through our discussion just now. But Michelle, how do we find you? Yes, thank you. I've loved this conversation. <laughs> um, I'm on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And my Instagram is Michelle Gordon underscore coach. And I'm also on Facebook. I have a Facebook page, The Healthy Happy Nurse. The Healthy Happy Nurse. I love that name. (laughs) (laughs) Feel like I want to come to you just to be healthy and happy. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, great. So I 
that we connected. I'm so grateful um, that you were able to share your story on the Focused and Fulfilled podcast. You're into your bliss moment. I know you are very happy about that, feeling fulfilled about how you're even helping other people who um, are now walking the journey that you once walked. So I'm happy about that. And I look forward to even connecting in the future and, you know, us, us connect, connecting in some way. But thank you so much, Michelle, for being here. And it was so awesome to have you on the Focused and Fulfilled podcast. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone. This was Michelle Gordon on the Focused and Fulfilled podcast. We spoke about moving from burnout to bliss. And I will be leaving all the contact details in my show notes so you can connect with Michelle. Good evening. Good morning. Good night, wherever you are. Thanks again and have a good evening. <laughs>